Yo, yo. Uh, why, why can't I hear you, Mike? Did you, did you, are you on mute? Did you set yourself on mute? No, I don't know. I, I did because okay. I was sneezing. There you, you guys, you guys are up in your game on the intro music side, buddy. Did you see? Well, the intro music still needs some work because I hate the way that it ends. <laughs> well, the fade yeah. in into the actual, you know, it's, it yeah. ends a little abruptly. It ends really like like you just got blindsided in a car wreck. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So okay. that one needs some work, but the intro I'm liking. I, I had to add you in there, you know. I, had, I don't know if you saw that or not. Was I in the intro? You're you're yeah. in the intro, Mike. You know, well, you gotta go back. My name's on it. I gotta start getting royalties, son. You know, I mean, we're going to need you to dress like you're not going on a run like Forrest Gump, you know, when you come on the show, buddy. That's number one. You know, one. my office is cold today. I had to throw on this uh, this top here. Is it I getting cold up there? I can't wait for fall weather, you know. It's, it, yeah, it's, you know, 50s-ish. It's, it's yeah, it's it's, oh, it's nice. It's beautiful weather. It's, you know, but, uh, but just, yeah, my office in particular is a little on the chilly side today. Well, it's interesting you bring up... Chilly weather. Chilly? I, hear, I hear I hear it's a little warm out where the boys are playing at because uh you know they're playing in Vietnam. Big event going Heated on tables. right now, Mike. Heated well, tables, that's Earl, the answer. Earl's dream. You know, that's what Earl always said would be the would be the fix. I bet. You, know? you know, a lot of people say that. You know, so there you go. Um it's kind of good to like get away from the I guess the drama for a little bit and just uh talk about pool, Mike, you know? So I'm sure um, we'll be able to mix some drama into this well, pool talk. You know, of course, of course. You know, we can't completely shy away from it. But just in general, talking more, you know, about the game is always great, and it's a fun yeah, time, totally uh, exci- exciting event, Mike. You know, we talked about at the beginning, um, before it started, kind of leading into it, just the amount of players that had dropped out uh, abruptly. You know, following uh, ACBS threats. You know, I think it was close to seventy-ish players, but it didn't seem to take away from the depth of the field and oh, I mean it did but at the same time you the also had filled in pretty well world I mean, champions well, are coming from the one loss side Mike that's the thing yeah this is the thing you get you know everybody sleeps on Asia well only because they don't see it often enough they don't see a lot of these right. Asian players here but we all know and all pool players who go to Asia will come back and tell you you know it's always the joke about the cab driver could rob you yeah. Uh, at the pool table. <laughs> I don't want to do anything yeah. same thing as <laughs> in Asia, but easy. Um, Mike. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, we know that the depth in Asia of people playing, you know, Q sports is ridiculous. Right. So it's not, you know, it's not all surprising, especially Philippines. You know, there's a lot of Filipino players uh, in the Vietnamese open who people here don't really even know much. Um, who's the young kid who took down, you know, Orcolo and, Little Co. Um, so, oh, yeah, Filipino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Off the top of my head, maybe. But anyways, we'll we'll find him in the in the last sixty four bracket when we get there. Uh, A lot but, of champions, Mike, that are coming through from the uh, the one loss side. Tien, uh, let's see here. Villafuerte, Elliot Sanderson, Sanjin, Levan, Deluna, uh, David, Little Co, Chua, Melling, Oh, Bernie. Bernie is what is what uh is what Ren's saying there in the yeah, chat. Yeah, Bernie Regulario. Um, yeah, real Carlo. <clears throat> no, without a question, Mike. Uh, Van Lirup, Gerson, tons yeah. of guys. Mike Wolfram, yeah. uh, Gonzalez, another Filipino player, Steyer, Orcolo. I mean, Mike, these are guys who, if you're mentioning just these names, could be in a final sixteen of a major, and you're 
you're uh, uh, you know thir- thirsting for more. You know, and yeah. these are guys who are coming through the scenic route, um, drawing into winners. Mike, it just goes to show how tough that this tournament's been um, up until this point. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's been rugged, and you know, word is that it's hot and humid, and you know, conditions are a little bit rough. But you know, they're, they're, part of me says you know, make the conditions equal every place, everywhere, heated tables, whatever. And part of me is like, you know, play the game where it's being played. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't you, you, football, baseball. You know, uh, they don't make sure everything keep them is coming. keep them coming controlled, right? You know, Tennis, whatever so, golf. You name it, yeah. right? You got to deal yeah. with whatever climate that you're in, depending on what right. part of the world. Sometimes, depending on the sport, you'll have an indoor option. You'll have an outdoor option. Sometimes you got to play in the conditions. Sometimes you get more favorable conditions, right? You're in Green Bay, Mike. One of the, I don't know if it was home field advantage Green or not. Jesus. Well, I mean, you're you're in you're in Wisconsin. <laughs> you're in Wisconsin. Right? So part of part of like the the uh, the Packer uh, home lore is, is you get you get home field yeah. and you got to come through. Lambo and yeah. order to, to play, which it's going to be yeah. probably like 13 degrees if you're lucky, right? Yeah, um, many of those games. And you better be able to run the ball, right, Mike? So adjusting the conditions is just part of any sport. Uh, it, it is not uh, shying away from the pool community at all, Mike. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, tons of matchups to start with, Mike. I want to just get your like initial thoughts. I posted the Americans who came through, and obviously we're in the thick of Moscone season. Uh, good job on your show yesterday, by the way, buddy, having Federer on. And I just want to, like, follow up with you on it and just Thanks, what are man. your thoughts on some of the guys who went through, some of the guys well, who aren't through, and yeah, just your yeah, overall impressions on Americans so far? It's interesting because uh, a lot of, you know, what we talked about yesterday was who do you who do you, who do you think in four and five? Um, and, um, you know, my thought, which has been echoed by a lot of people, is I'd love to see Jeremy, you know, pick the number four point guy and say, you're my first wild card. I think that would be a really cool thing to do. Um, but I think that that'll happen anyways. Uh, so, you know, my take on it is... You do you think know, that, Mike? You think you'll, you, they'll get a kind of, you know, even if maybe they're not playing... I think it's say- fair. I think it's fair, and I don't think, it, you know, it can't be a bad pick for him. At this point, you look who's left. You got Oscar, you got Shane, you got Tyler. Uh, Shane Wolford, you got Tyler. And... Um, yeah, you got those three <clears throat> fighting for two spots. You know, whoever finishes highest on those three is likely to be the number four point getter anyways, right? Right. Except Oscar. Oscar's a little further behind. He needs maybe to go two rounds further than, than the other guys. Uh, but if you get to there, I think you've probably proven enough to Jeremy late in the year, taking a big tournament like this, going all that way and performing at a level where you hit that number four spot. I think to me it's a no-brainer. Like I said, I would like to hear him publicly say that because I just think that 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 for U.S. fans, for the U.S. players, it would be it would provide a little bit of comfort and closure to the Feder taking one of the top three spots, right? So, um, well, it'll flame some. It'll it'll help shorten the flames on some of the conversation anyway. Yeah, and I just think I just think it would be a stand-up thing to do. But whether he does it or not, not going to make any difference. I do think whoever is number four in the points is going to get that spot. uh, You know, that first wild card spot. As far as to me, I think, you know, Billy and BJ by my thought, are out of the equation at this point. 
they were they were they were you know probably right there along with Wolford just sure. you know a couple of weeks ago, Mike, if not a week ago. So I think that you know I think that that becomes you know a really tough sell for one of them for for Jeremy, um, and I think that you know you look at Oscar Wolford and Tyler, you know I don't think anybody would argue with taking two of those three in any order. No, um, you know, I kind of, I think it's kind of, it's it's starting to answer the question by itself. It's not putting Jeremy to me in the dilemma that he was in last year, where it was just wide open for number five, and you could have picked, you know, the ghost of Willie Moscone, and and you know, you could have given it a good argument. So this year, I think it's kind of playing out a little more straightforward. Well, I think you know. I think it's similar to last year in the sense that, you know, we, we were both high on Wolford coming into the, you know, the first six months of the year, like we were this year. Um, we thought there was going to be more separation. Um, you know, maybe the lack thereof is making it a lot more closer for that four or five spot, because I think we both anticipate Tyler to get in no matter what. Is my audio still good, Mike? Or because I changed my, no, something my happened source. To my, I'm not hearing you as well. Um, and Let me know in the chat if you guys can hear me because I just changed just freak, it. Freaked out. So um, I just changed my uh, my microphone source. So let me know if you guys can hear me all right in the chat. Um, but what I was saying, Mike, is that you know the Wolford part, and then you mix that in with Oscar kind of hitting more of a gear uh, in the last um, in the last you know let's say week and a half. You know, through from the U.S. Open until now, really threw a twist in there. Um, so I appreciate all you guys for letting me know, by the way, thanks a lot. Um, it really changes everything for, for the conversation. I feel like, yeah. um, yeah. Um, but I think it's a lot more wide open. I don't know that I'm sold on the fact that I would necessarily, I don't want to say right off Billy or BJ, but it certainly didn't help their cause any, and, and it's all going to be dependent on if JJ's got the hard deadline of maybe like a week after Hanoi to pick his four or five, because if he were to extend it like he did, you know, last year and say, Hey, I need more time going through the international. Well, then it gives players a lot they're more opportunity. Give, they're not going to give him through the international this year. That's not going to happen. You don't uh, think so? You know, I, because I think last year it mucked things up. It was uh matchrooms rationalization for not including the international. Like they care about mucking year. up anything, Mike. But they just threw in Federer in the mix, you know, twenty minutes ago. What? what who cares if they're going to extend that out? How is that going to make a difference? Well, because the international is supposed to count for next year, right? And if okay. you're using it to make your selection for this year, it kind of mucks things up. To me, too, they they want to get these things announced. They want to get it. They want to get the team in place. Um, so I'm, I, I'm thinking that they're giving him a week after they get back, and that kind of, you know. Uh, that that would be it. That, and again, these are just my guesses. Who who knows? It could go. You know, they, they could go till Thanksgiving. You know, who knows? Well, we uh, I'm going to get Jeremy on. I reached out to him again this morning, which was evening time there in Vietnam. So we're going to try to get him on at some point. Um, he wants to come on the show. I know we, a lot of guys are a little under the weather right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but we're going to try to get him on here sooner than later, um, and just ask him outright. You know, it, it's a much interesting conversation. Uh, for me this year than what it was last year because the Earl one was just kind of lingering and then who knows. And now it's like, I think we're pretty zoned in on who we think is, you know, an immediate favorite. And then you get a couple of guys that are still there on the bubble, but it's all going to be, 
it's all based off of when's your deadline. Because if it's now, if it's now, then I'm with you, Mike. I think it's between Wolford and and Oscar to get in the number five spot. Um, but if there's going to be an extended deadline, it not only includes them, but then you kind of have a redemption opportunity if you're a Billy or a BJ. You know, so and I just I just think that 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 <sighs> adds more doubt, more equations, more you know whatever into Jeremy's. Uh, decision process and i just i don't think that's good i think it's like okay make a plan make a time deadline stick to it don't don't allow yourself to allow to to let all these other things come into play you know a tournament you know the the bolt you know the next tournament coming up between now and and the international it's just it it, it just confuses the matter. This is your big major. This is the one that people travel all the way across the world to show up and, and show what they're made of and, and take their run at it. Cut it after this. Make your decision. Let's move on. Okay, so let's say Tyler would have been the hypothetical three on automatic, right? Let's just say for the sake of Tyler. Oh, okay, Tyler was further down the list than anybody. Well, okay, but let's just say he gets announced as number four, right? Okay. Just for, okay. So <laughs> now you got one spot open, Mike. You got one spot open and what you've seen up until this point, who's your five? Who's your fifth spot? Well, again, I, you know, I'm going to stick with what I said before, which is I think you give the number four spot to the guy who finished number four. In the well, that's point, what I'm saying. Right? If let's say, if, well, let's well, say if, 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 it, if it ends up being Shane Wolford, then, then you're saying, then you're basically asking me, who's your number five, Tyler or Oscar. But that's what I mean though. If, okay. But that's what I'm saying in the example. Well, it's a different of, conversation. Let's say, Let's say Tyler were to, were to take what would have been the number three spot, just for the sake of argument. Okay. Just, in, so in, he, just, he just indulge that, me a little bit. If he finishes that points, and I said yesterday on my show yesterday, and, I, and I'll, I'll stick with it, I would pick Shane Wolford. Because um, at this point, having Fetter, Sky, and Shane as your one, two, three, you have a little more wiggle room to throw a rookie into the mix and start grooming him for years to come because we're going to be – you know, he's going to be a guy that you're going to be counting on years to come. Right. So um, let's get him started. Let's get him in there. Let's get him working with these guys who've been there before and have that thing. Now, you know, would I be disappointed if they picked Oscar? Of course not. He he brings a lot of, you know, steady, you know, uh, he's been there before, all, all that kind of stuff. The other side of it is Oscar's record in the Moscone Cup isn't great as far as individual head-to-head matchups or playing doubles without a Shane or a Skyler, not great. So uh, you got to take that in consideration too. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it, my pick would be if, if Tyler got number four, my pick for number five would be Shane and let's start rolling for the future. It's hard to argue some points, but you make it real easy to argue others, Mike. So I'm, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to go with that notion of I'm getting guys, you know, dressed up for the next few years. That part you're never going to sell me on because I want I'm, it's it's very much NFL like when it's win now and it's win right now. And, and if I just look at it from the aspect of who do I feel like is playing best today? Now, again, a lot there's six guys through uh, single elimination in Hanoi. Wolford could change that argument with a good run here in the next couple of days without right. question. Right. But if I think about guys who are hitting on a, on a better cylinder today, 
I, I, I tend to come across real biased because everyone knows how good of friends I am with Oscar, but I would go it up with Oscar, right? But I, that, I that, don't that, dis, I don't disagree with that. What if Shane Wolford finishes higher than Oscar in this tournament? Who's playing better it's a right now? It's a, it's a different conversation. Okay, it's a different yeah. conversation. That's why it's very it's very much like this right now. It's very sensitive yeah, yeah. as far as which way that he could shift, you know, from one direction to the next, Mike. And you know, and that's that's also why I say stick with these three guys. Take two out of those three. And don't confuse yourself by trying to overanalyze it if you're Jeremy Jones. Well, now more than ever, there's going to be expectations. I, I, and it's great to say things in years past. And, but now you're in a really good position to get a win here. You know, you're in a really good position to, uh, to really give it to the Europeans. It, it, it's in, in a race to 11. That fifth guy is going to be super important. You know that, Mike. Year after year, you got to go and at yeah. least get a point or two, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't know. I get at some point you got to toss somebody in the water, um, but I don't know that I would put, uh, you know, uh, Wolford there right now. He's got a lot of protection this year. And if you don't put him in the water this year and you use Oscar and you win, then the argument next year is going to be, you know, you got to take Oscar again. You got So then how many years is it before they take the flyer on Shane Wolford? Well, yeah, but I'm not going to, I can't buy into that because then it's like, go get it, go get it. Wolfer was in a good spot to get it, you know, for whatever reason, he skipped out on a couple of events. Then you, you disappear at the U S open right now. Again, everything can change tomorrow, right? You, you put a pounding on someone in the next two rounds and you're through to 16. Hey, let's go. You know what I mean? Get, get the kid a Jersey and let's move on, you know, but um, because of, of leaving it open to the conversation where you could have closed that door. At least you had the opportunity to close that door. Um, then this is kind of where we're at, you know, uh, yeah. comment in the chat, you know, saying Lucas, you know, I was big on Lucas, you know, six weeks ago, Mike, you know, didn't really get the, didn't really get the performance out of the U S open that I was hoping for him missing Hanoi is going to be massive. You know, it's guys who are going to be on the radar right now, you know, at least for me, he'd be more of a rookie than Shane Wolford. Well, of course, they're both. They both have played the same amount of Moscone Cup matches. How the hell is he more or less a rookie than Wolford is? Because Wolford's actually been playing a couple of these events for a couple of years. Lucas is pretty new to the scene. Well, I'll so, give you that. But saying? they both they both got the same Moscone record. If you if you want to just <laughs> if you want to just talk about the nuts and bolts of it, well, right? that, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Then 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 Jaws <laughs> Spain, like you know, Donald Thickman says, you know, throw Jaws in there. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. Look, I. It, the, the next two days are going to be massive. And again, it's all going to be dependent on if, if you're going to have uh, the deadline being like a week after Hanoi, right? Because then it's, Listen, it's right now. Jason Shaw has not been announced for team Europe yet. So we still got a chance. Are you, USA, are you right? want him on the red, white, and blue, Mike? Is that, and I'm not talking about the UK either. I'm not talking about the UK to, colors. Are you saying you people, want him on the, on the USA? I just want to see how many people, how many more people we can get to respond to this thread. Look, <laughs> you ain't gonna say no to Jason. I can promise you that. You know, all jokes aside, you're not Wait gonna a say second, no. Melissa, how can a rookie be more of a rookie than a rookie? Yeah, you know, I think, well, I think, I think Shane would be less of a rookie than Jaws Spain. Look, I feel like <laughs> it, it's uh, uh, there's there's so many question marks right now, and this is part of what I love about this season. It's gonna be disappointment for a lot of guys, right? A lot of guys right now are really. Um, bitter and salty and are deflated um i think 
if they if they give them the, a, a longer deadline, then it's time to you know uh, tighten up the belt and go back to work. Go to Wolf's Den. Go to whatever else event they got between now and then. Make sure your ass is there if you really right. want it. Go get it. Okay. You know? My argument against that is that didn't we say that that's why all these guys should go to Vietnam because this is where they're going to make their decision. This is where you prove your chance to be on the team. This is where you get those points. This is where you make your statement. Now you're going to say, well, we'll give you a mulligan on, on Vietnam if you didn't play well, and we'll let you play well at the Wolf's Den. Enough already. Be done with it. Like I said, make the deadline. Stick to it. Pick your team. Get ready for December. Well, it ain't like they're going to be camping out together for a, a week working on things, Mike. They're all still going to have a pretty busy schedule, so you're still really not going to have opportunity to build chemistry. What's another event or two? I think the International Open gets International Open gives them a great opportunity to get together and do something. A couple of days before the event, a couple of days after the event. Jeremy talked about that before. Well, listen, I think I think it's go get it. If you want it, go get it. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, and this that's, was the opportunity to go get it. Yeah, yeah. So whoever produces best here, to me, you're in. So you're saying it's two men race for the fifth spot between Oscar no, three, and Wolf. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess I don't know. If, what if Tyler flames out and Oscar and Wolford both finish really high? I mean, so I think it's a three man race from here. I don't I think, think any way Tyler does I not think make you make that. your decision. There's after no. This. There's no way I can leave. I can justify. Um, leaving that kid off the team, Tyler? I don't care. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't, you know, tell the other guys that right now. I mean, <laughs> to me, it's to me, it's still. A three. You don't think they can? You you don't think they they listen? We've seen all over social media, pull players on Facebook complaining <laughs> one way or the other, celebrating one way or the other, being PC one way or the other. You're telling me they don't? You know, their ears aren't open to it, Mike. There's our open. There's our open too. But like I said, what if what if a miracle happens and Oscar and Shane Wolford both go like last sixteen? I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Okay. I really do. I really so then, do. There's nothing and that Tyler, I want. And Tyler more. flames out in his next match. Say say something like that happens. Now what are you going to do? Well, is, is then, Tyler still for me, okay. If Tyler's still a guarantee for me, okay. Tyler would still Tyler would still be a guarantee. And then at that point, I would probably wait the fact that Wolford had more of a lead league coming into this stretch. Now he's showing form at the end and that's where it would tip the scales a little for me as much as it would break my heart because I want to see my boy represent the USA on the Moscone cup, you know, but that's how I would justify it, you know, but it's about current form and it doesn't, it didn't, the, the U S open didn't help Wolford's case any, that's the problem. Yeah. No, you know? no, so, not. so if it's, if it's even, if it's even money between him and Oscar, this is what what's part of the conversation of how you left the door open, you know. How about getting those three guys together after Vietnam, putting them in a room for a couple of days and playing, ooh, you know, ooh, some long ooh, races ooh. and and let's hammer it out the three of them for two. Oh, old, are we are we going like old school? We're gonna go ten ahead or something, yeah, Mike? Is that what we're doing cage here? Cage match, whatever. Oh, I like it. Iron Man match. Round yes, yes. Let's charge at the door. <laughs> right, make it a business. Pay for their expenses at least. Come on now, how I, I, you tell me you wouldn't want to see that? You know, I would love to see that. Let them grind it out. That's a pretty good man, Mike. You know what? It took how long you been on this show, Mike? It took how many years for you? Twenty five years, I think. With the, with the great idea, <laughs> it feels like twenty five years. That's pretty good, Mike. 
I like it. Hey, listen, there's an there's an event going on, Mike, and there's more than just Americans that are following through with it. Oh, that's right. We came out to talk about the Hanoi Open. We, we came through to talk about the Hanoi but Open, we, my man. Now we can talk about which of these three guys has the best opportunity to go a couple rounds. Well, let's take a look at said round, but we're going to start at the top. So um, I will post the link to the bracket on Windows Open so you guys can go and check it out. We're going to start at the top, Mike, and uh, number one overall seed. Boy, you think, Mike, if I'm number one overall seed, I'm going to have the benefit of playing uh, of, of, of playing a dud, of playing some dead money in, the, uh, in that round. And, oh, by the way, you get drawn into the former U.S. Open champion, former world champion. Some might say the best Filipino player uh, right now, at least probably the one over 35, uh, in Carlo Beato, Mike. So how brutal is that if you're Francisco drawn into old Carlo? Well, you know, it's it's the breaks, buddy. You know, we've seen it happen before in these redraws where champions end up on the lose, coming out of the loser side. And, you know, that's, you know, Carlos already got a loss, came out of the loser side. Now he runs in, he, he pulls Ruiz. He can't be overly excited either. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be. Oh, Jeremy Jones is in the in the house. Oh, Jeremy, you just wait till we get you in here, buddy. Yeah, we no, got a lot of questions right, to ask. Let's hit him with it right now while he's on this thing. We got an idea yeah. of a three-man, you know, long race cage match between Tyler Oscar and Shane Wolford for the four and five spot after this tournament's over. What do you think? <laughs> Who do you think we can get to sponsor, Mike? We know a lot of people in the industry. We ought to be able to get. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Joey made fun of Pinoza's check. Yeah, really. This is this is this is championship billiards. This is one of my, you know, snowmobile, you know, uh, swag that I get every year. Hey, let me know if you can still hear me, Mike, because my audio seems to be being a pain in the ass right yeah, now. Yeah, mine's uh, kind of flipping it out too, but but we're good right now. Um, okay, good deal. All right, so Mike, so, we got. FSR versus Carlo. Carlo, right below, we got Anton Raga versus yeah, Ralph how's that for a Second oh, round match, not looking any better either, right? For if uh, you, it, it don't matter who you are. If you're Francisco or you're Carlo, it doesn't matter who you got because there's a pretty good chance you're going to be coming into Anton Raga. Although, well, Ralph, Ralph seems to be just yeah, um, defying defying logic here lately because he he's he's always around, right? Yeah. Um, Obviously, we like Anton to come through up top. Who do you like coming through between Carlo and FSR, Mike? Uh, I'm going to take Carlo. All right. And then uh, let's see here at the bottom. We um, we got Alexa and Sanchez. Good matchup. Boy, that's how brutal is that? They're, they're two best friends, Mike, and they're both in there playing each other uh, to qualify for the round of 32, Mike. Who do you got in that one? Alexa. I like the way he's playing. I like his temperament i like his demeanor we know sanjin can get down on himself a little bit and get a little bit flaky sometimes on shots yep. if it's a tough match so uh yeah i'm going alexa here uh oi against this filipino player who i don't know anything about maybe our filipino fans in the chat could let us know uh arneo lenore I've, I've never seen him play mike i couldn't point him out in in a lineup if i'm being honest with you He's a um, cab driver I, in the Philippines. <laughs> then, then in that case, I'll take him over Oi, right? In an upset, uh, if you can call it that. I'll take the Filipino over Oi. I'm with you taking Alexa over Sanjin. Although, I don't want to be so victim of the moment, but you can't argue the way that um, uh, Alexa's playing right now. What's the matter, bro? Mama, play okay. I will. I'll get in a minute, babe. Um, so who do you well, like Who do you like playing two rounds later? He's going head-to-head -head two rounds later. 
to get it to get through 16, Mike. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is tough, man. This is really difficult. On the bottom half, I'm gonna take Alexa because I want to see him follow through. I want to see him make a Moscone Cup run. He's one of the few Europeans who's in a position where a good run could get you an automatic spot, Mike. He's in he's in that position right now. Yeah. So I want to see him at least be in the conversation. Um, and so for that sake, I'll pick him being one of uh, okay. one of the eight in this group. The top four. Well, you want to talk about yeah. uh, flipping a coin here, Mike? I don't know who to yes. take. I mean, there's yeah. you can realistically argue three guys, and the fourth guy just was taking down names at the U.S. Open two weeks ago. So yeah. um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Anton. I think he's I think he's real hungry right now. Um, I know he was down eight to one in Billy in his match, so maybe he's not in the purest form as we've seen over the last few months, but He's the one that everybody wants to see yeah, kind of go go through. Right yeah, babe, I'll get him in a minute. I don't got <laughs> You're gonna have to give me a minute. All right. Are you getting the, are you it. getting another puppy, buddy? No, yeah, not yet. Yeah, that's that's in the next few minutes. I'll see you in a minute, I'm, babe. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Carlo to play to face Alexa in the uh well, at the end of that. No one's gonna argue with you because no one's Carlo's gonna argue with Carlo. any of those three guys. Yeah, any of them. Any of them. So let's let's keep on cruising along, Mike. Uh, in the next bracket, we got, uh, let's see here, a lot of Vietnamese and Filipino players. Mike, up top, we got uh, Jeff DeLuna versus a strong Vietnamese player who I don't know who that is. Um, Feliciano versus another Filipino who I couldn't point out who his Vietnamese opponent is either, Mike. Yeah, wow. You know, a lot of good it's, – it's has it amazed you how dialed in the Vietnamese players and fans are? Well, I've heard the I had no, just I had no idea before this yeah. event that it was that tilt over there. And then I saw Tyler Steyer's post where he walked into some room and it was 74 tables and they were all nine footers. Yeah. No, they said <laughs> I mean, the, the, whole, the whole town is filled with um, big pool rooms like that, you know, with wow, 70 plus is, tables. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's I, I start looking at these Vietnamese flags all over the place and I'm thinking this this could be the second coming of the Philippines here if they, if they really start ratcheting it up. Uh, you know, organized play and, and, oh. and well, if the ACBS do, do, doesn't fuck up the party for sure, they got an opportunity. <laughs> you know, it's all contingent on how salty the WPA and the ACBS. I knew well, you politics into this. Listen, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about climate, right? You can't do that without arguing just who's there trying to throw shade on the party, right? Who's going to be the storm coming through? I'm with you. It seems like the pool community out there is amazing. The players that I've talked to have all echoed the same thing that they love it, that they love being out there. The fans have been incredible, um, despite the heat and the and you know the temperatures inside. But you can't argue just how how talented they are. And mind you, Mike, this is with seventy strong uh, Vietnamese yeah. and Asian players Korean, not Korean being black. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Mike. So you can only imagine so, how much more filled it would be with Vietnamese players yeah. had those guys stuck around, Mike. We got so, a note in there that. At, at MEL is is Chua's gambling partner since they were teens. Is it the guy up top? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then give me that. Oh, ooh, give me that guy over Oi. Okay, hold on. Oh, give me. Oh, I take him over Oi just for being Filipino and not and seeing Oi play lately. I'm taking him no matter what over Oi. But knowing that he's Chua's gambling partner, oh, talk about that might be my dark horse, Ryan. I appreciate the heads up, buddy. Earmuffs, everyone. All right, Mike. Back to this group of eight players. Uh, who do you got coming up up top, Mike? Feliciano. He's obviously he's riding a hot hand these days. Um, so I'll take him. 
going back to Sharks. Against Tuluna. Great, Mike. Go, going back to Sharks, he's been playing great. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I'll take him in the first round versus against the Vietnamese player. I'll take him in the second round, whether it's the other gentleman from Vietnam or I expect it to be Jeff. I like Feliciano getting through the final 16 up top. Down at the bottom, I don't know a lot of these guys. Is Antonio that's not Kazakis. So who is? No, no. I don't know who the guy is from Greece. Antonio Paris. Don't know. I don't listen outside I'm going of Portland, with, I'm going Vietnam here, Mike. I am too. And I don't know who that dude is from Vietnam, but I'm assuming he's you a just bad man. Figure a local's going to make it through, right? If I'm putting my money on four, and I don't, I know how one plays. The other three, I got no clue. I'm taking, I'm taking Team Asia, uh, <laughs> and I'm and I'm feeling pretty pretty comfortable about it. I got to be honest with you, Mike. Okay. So. Um, but give me Feliciano is who I like out of this group of eight players, Mike. Yep. So, uh, let's keep on cruising along, Mike. Another gentleman who's making a run at the Moscone Cup. Very much a part of the social media trolling festivals as of late, which I absolutely <laughs> love because this is why this is part of what makes Jason just absolutely an awesome follow and just a phenomenal game on top. Which, by the way, it, it, not to be not to have his game be overlooked, Mike. He seems to be hitting in the right cylinders on at the right time which seems to happen quite consistently at this time of year, Mike. Yeah, no, at this time, this is kind of his time of year where he seems to, you know, strap him up a little bit tighter and, um, uh, you know, get after it. Still been a tough, you know, tough road for him in, in a lot of these big tournaments. Um, I don't know the guy he's playing. You know, you got to like his chance of getting through here. Uh, but, you know, in the next round facing the winner, Pius and Chua, you know, that's that's going to be a tester. Yeah, I mean, I think Pius can give uh, Johan much more trouble than what the names may go and look like. Yeah, um, this know, is a good this is a good eight man bracket right here. No, it absolutely is from top to bottom, Mike. I mean, this is this is super difficult here. Um, obviously, I'm going to pick Jason up top, like I think you are as well. I'm going with a little bit more chalk picking Chua in that next round only because I want to see that Shaw versus Chua matchup that I'm hoping we were afforded to, um, down below, give me the gentleman from Taiwan, Fuche Wei over Mickey Krause. Although listen, Mickey played Francisco super tough. Yeah. Mickey's playing really, I mean, Mickey Mickey, played really well. Mickey's Mickey playing played, different than what he yeah, played he before is, Mike. Yeah. He's, 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 he's solid. He's playing really well. Fu, you know, he's, you know, kind of in that elder statesman, Taiwan, Group. But they're still bad dudes, uh, man. They're still they, they are still bad dudes. You know? So that, that'll so, be a really good matchup. And then you've got Sky against Van Lirup, who had a really good USO. Yeah, without question. And, and the other thing is, is how motivated is is Sky going to be? We obviously know he wants to win a major, but you know, will he put it into the that next gear, or will he put it into into cruise control? Just given I, the fact that he's I already, think that if, I think that if he's gone all the way to hell over there, he's not, you know. I mean, he, he, if, if, if he was on cruise control, he wouldn't have bothered going that far. Well, I mean, you know, there's been questions before, Mike, you know. Um, I, in, in the bottom half, I'm taking Mickey in the upset over Sky in that next round. Uh, I just, you know, Mickey just seems to be he, – he seems to be very comfortable playing um, on, those, on those tables, Mike, on those four-inch pockets. Um, he was very, he was very, uh, uh, steady when, in the few matches that I did see him play skies in the chat, Mike, he says breaking good and ready to win. Well, there you go. If sky's yeah. saying he's motivated and he's ready to win, Mickey, sky. Who, Mickey, sky. Who, Molina said you might be on cruise control. Molina said you might be on cruise control. Are you insulted? 
He answered the question. Put him on the record, Mike. There you go. Put put him on the record. Listen, if Sky <laughs> is motivated, then I'm picking Sky. If he's in cruise control, I'm picking Mickey. Up top, Mike, I'm picking Chua over Jason Shaw in the round of 32. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was the other way around. And the just oh, because who knows how the hell he's going to go play, you know? <laughs> Cruise control to running out. Look at that. Yeah, look, well, look at that know, remark. He's there. on the chat. I'm picking Sky to go through this whole bracket because I'm not going to insult the guy right on, on, you know, international TV. Oh, I mean, we got like 14 people that watch the show. Mike. I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> yeah, but no, Sky uh, watches and so does De- uh, so does, uh, so does look, his girl. So it's, it. you know, it's a great time of year to be playing great pool. We've seen how Sky played in the first, you know, let's say two to six months of the year, you know? Um, and so for him to be able to follow that up and show consistency and form going into um, the final stretch, is just going to be that much more opt leave that much more optimism uh, going into Moscone cup, which is the whole conversation that we've been yeah. having, you know, all year long. And Sky, I'm so. picking you because I believe you're, you're oh, here we the, go. Mike's just such the biggest like kiss ass. Well, I, he's know, he like he's. I feel you're you're, you're, you're you're more controversial than Joey Ryan. <laughs> that that that's that's. <laughs> I don't know. If that's a compliment or or not. But look, neither one. This is a pretty tough eight man bracket. No this matter is a what, really like, tough eight man bracket. You know, it could really go any which way you you want here because <laughs> uh, this is not uh, easy pickings to say the least, Mike. Um, yeah. Going along, Mike. In the next round of, of eight players that we got here, up top we got Kopin Yi over Mr. Reliable Imran Majid. Yeah. Uh, Dodong against Did he ever not made the final 64, Imran? I would bet I would bet pretty <laughs> decent money that out of every major that he's played in, he he's probably that. made final 64 in like 90% of them, if yeah, not more. For sure. You know, that guy is super dependable. Um, we're both going to – Tough road for him there too, though. Starting off with with Pingy Co. and if if you get through that, you get the winner of Gerson and and Aranis. So, um, yeah, I like I like James in that in that top part. You know, James when he's when he's confident and playing his game, James is a top 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 player. You know, Gerson's style for me, as much as I love the guy and he's fun to be around, he's exciting to watch. His style of play, I don't know if it's the best under these conditions, Mike. You know, high humidity, tight pockets. Yeah. We know, uh, uh, you know, just the way that he hits the ball. You know, James can be – James' style, on the other hand, is very smooth, very fluid, very, you know, makes the pocket play a lot bigger than uh, th- than Gerson's way that he hits the ball. Copigny is going to be a tough out. We know that, Mike. We know where, where he's been at over the, last, uh, over the last 12 months. But give me James up top making it through the final 16. Team Philippines. Yeah. That's – it's uh... – um, yeah, it's probably the way I would go. And, you know, just given the fact that it's hot and you got these tough conditions, you, te- you tend to favor the Asian players who do this all the time, right? Well, this is uh, like a, a Tuesday afternoon for them, Mike, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, it'll change a little bit when they get to TV tables in those, you know, last couple rounds once it once it gets to the sky, you know, uh, or it gets to the, the bigger match from the zone single table arena. Uh, it probably won't be as as dramatic, uh, but on these outside tables right now, I would imagine it's a pretty, you know, you got to use some muscle. Well, I mean, they ain't going to be moving tables around, but I, I get what you're saying figuratively. Uh, you know, it, it's on, on the bottom half, Mike. It seems like it's a rematch of the Perry Open ending because you got uh, Team Team Asia versus Feder again. 
Yeah. You know, they're they're throwing they're throwing all the Asian players they can to try to, 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 to try to trip to try to trip your boy up out there. And it ain't it ain't worked so far, Mike. I don't know if it's no, it hasn't. It's either. just it's still just so weird to see his name and see an American flag next to it. It's gonna take some time, Mike. It's gonna take it's some gonna time. take some time. It's gonna take some time. Mom, apple pie, and feather gorst. There you um, go. So um yeah, no, it's it's Team Asia against Fetter, but you know, uh it's well, anything slow them down, Mike? Well, in this in this bracket, you can't believe so because you know these aren't your your top ten Asians, Asian players, right? So well, it don't um, matter. But listen, you had you had Anton facing him in the semifinals. Well, yeah, I mean, of, of course, he could lose to any, and, he could lose to anybody at this point. Anybody could lose to anybody at this point. But I like his chances of getting to that that third round. Okay, but okay, no problem. She's calling, she's calling you out on your promise no. that you do yeah, it in a minute. She just let me know. She's letting me know that she ain't forgot. So yeah, you're on uh, the clock. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, I, I'm with you in the sense that these aren't top ten Asian players, but I'm also in that maybe that can make these players play a little bit more loose, right? Because um, they're very much more seasoned and. Um, you know, they already know they're probably going to be up against it when it comes to this kid because their eyes are open. They're very much aware of how much of a monster that Fetter is. Um, it's going to take a lot, and you're going to have to play a perfect set and hope the guy makes probably two mistakes that you can capitalize pretty significantly on. Um, right. I don't I don't think with Fetter in this format, any, any lead isn't insurmountable with that guy. Um, I think he's shown that he could dig deep if he needs to, but he's also a great front runner as well. Um, so for, for, for that sense, um, you know, you're going to want to pick Fetter, but, uh, gentleman in the chat from the Philippines is saying Rota's only 23 years old. So, Hey, listen, that kid may just be like, Hey, let's roll the dice. Let's go, Mike. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's... And we've seen how these young Filipino got, players are playing, Mike, you know, Kyle, uh, uh, Bernie, these young, these young kids who were just built super tough and playing really incredibly under, against big names, Mike, you yeah. know? So um, give me the two you got coming through uh, th this eight players. Uh, James and Fetter. God, I hate agreeing with you, Mike. I want to go the same way. <laughs> I want to go the same way. All right, you, let's thought keep I was going, you thought I was going code, didn't you? I did for a little bit. Let's take a look <laughs> at another stack bracket, Mike. We got a gentleman I mentioned just a second ago and Bernie uh, playing against Long Duck Dien. Uh, two Filipinos matching up Roland Garcia against Lee Van Corteza. Yeah. Who you got, Mike? Man. Well, listen, you beat, you beat uh, uh, Little Cole and Ercolo, and he blasted Ercolo. Um, with ease, Mike, with ease. Yeah, coming through there. That's kind of tough to say, okay, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to ride this guy until he proves that he can't do it. So, yeah. um, you know, Lee Van would be a, a, a cushy pick at, you know, in those top four, but um, I'll I'll see how long I'll go with the young kid and see how long he so long how long he can last. Okay, I'm gonna stop letting you go first from here on out because you're taking all <laughs> taking all my names here. I'm with you. I'm taking I'm taking Bernie as well. Although I think Lee Van's gonna be the the test for him. You know, uh, Lee Van. We all know his accomplishments. We know how he how tough he plays in gambling. We know how tough he plays in tournaments. Um, he's not. He's been in these stages before. But that kid wasn't rattled by the moment, Mike, and he right. and he's already been playing big names, um, unbelievable. So I'm going with Bernie as well up top. Down below, Mike, 
the newest member of Team Europe and David Alcade versus the potential next pick of Team USA and John Mora. Uh, who do you got there, buddy? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's not bring Canadians into that. <laughs> This is not Europe against. Is that is that where you're drawing the line, Mike? Is that I where draw you're drawing the line? The, I, okay. draw the line I just want to make sure. That's it. Unless more is it, unless more is res, has permanent residency here, then he's in the mix. But I'm not getting. You know, I'm not even going to get into that argument. You know, I'm not even going to do it. Yeah. The Ryder Cup, you know, doesn't include Canadians, so this is okay. this is the U.S. Okay. against Europe. I digress. So, I digress. Yeah, okay. but so, but that said, man, this guy's playing good right now. I, I really like the way he's playing. This is a really good matchup. Semifinals in guitar, Mike, I want to say, right? Yeah. Uh, so re- playing really good. You know, I think this would have been – not that David's going to take the foot off the pedal, but uh, if David's Moscone Cup chances were still riding on this, this would have been a really sexy match to watch. But, you know, David's in. Um, you know, I don't expect any big let up, but it's got to be in your head a little bit that you're already there. So uh, that's going to be a great match either way. Um and then, and then, you know, you want to talk about, we want to talk about Moscone Cup implications. Knocking on the door, Mike. Knocking yeah. on the door. Moritz well, and Shane. Cup. Play for Moritz, Jersey, kids. Moritz and Shane. Now, this is, you know, you, you know Moritz is going into this, like, dialed in. What? Listen, even whenever he was sick, he almost crossed the finish line out there at the U.S. Open, right? I'm hoping he's feeling better, by the way. But you're right. These are two. These are two young, uh, young players with a lot to prove. Um, if you want to um, make, if you want to, you know, we we say this in a lot of different events when we see the American players reach 64 or 32 or whatever it is. You want to make your statement to get on Team USA. This is it, Shane. Here it is. Want, these are kids who could be playing in the Moscone Cup for the next for the next you know yeah. 10 years, Mike. They got that kind of potential, both of them. Um, I think. Uh, if I'm looking at just current form, we both know who we're picking, Mike. We're picking Moritz um, to beat Shane Wolford. But if Wolford does, because at times he can play pretty decent names very, very well. We saw him give Little right. Cole um, hell in tournaments in, in the last 12 months, and that's just one player, you know. Um, but if you're if you're a Wolford, right, you want to make Team USA win the next two rounds, buddy. Yeah, he wins two rounds. Your, you win these two rounds, it's a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll overnight the jersey to you. There you go. There you yeah. go. You take you take down Wolford, and I I think it's going to be David coming through. While I while I am with you that John played very well out there in Qatar, David's just a different kind of steady steady player um, when it comes to this time. I don't think he's got any let up whatsoever. I think he's still the kind of guy who can play with more of a chip on his shoulder. Um, there there'll be plenty of time to celebrate um, getting on that team. Right now, you got work to do, and David's that kind of guy. I like him uh, to go through, but. If I'm picking who I think is going to make it to final 16 out of these eight players, give me Bernie up top, and I'm probably going to take Moritz at the bottom, Mike. Okay. I'm going Bernie and John Mora. Whoo, man, you've been hanging around Joey Ryan way too long. Oh, man, I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're thinking here. I, I, I like it. Not, like, you're you're like not going Chuck, at least. I love that part I of like, it. I like know? the way John Mora's been playing lately. I follow him a lot. and I just like where his head's at. His, his attitude, um, I think, you know, he's really starting to get comfortable with his new life and and all this type of stuff. And I, I and I wish always wish the best for him because he's such a good dude. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll cheer for him down there. Well, let's go, buddy. Let's go. You know, he's an easy guy to root for, for sure. Yeah. yeah so, um, 
in the next round of eight, Mike, we got Kazakis against, uh, I don't know this gentleman, Abdullah al Muntasar. I'm probably butchering his name. Uh, Ignacio versus Lovan Juan. Uh, who do you got up top, Mike, to those four players? Uh, I like I like Kazakis. Kazakis still a steady, hard player to beat. I agreed, and we all know, you know, just the kind of nine ball uh, monster that he can be. But I, I'm I'm going Team Philippines here up top. Mike Jeff coming off of a Chinese eight ball victory over the last couple of months, or actually the last month. Uh, he's I, I, he seems to be playing a lot more loose, and and uh, his results are starting to show. I think that it's time for him to kind of take that next step on this stage, and this is the perfect opportunity to do so. I think you win that right. first round. I think you win the second round against Kazakis. I like Jeff uh, Ignacio coming up uh, on that top part of this bracket. Down right. below, another Filipino is being tossed. That Shane's way, Mike, and we all know how dangerous the Panois play. Um, uh, down below, you got Albin Ocean versus Chris Mellon. Who do you got in Shane's match? Well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Shane here, but – you know, he lost a hill hill, barely won a hill hill. Um, I don't, I'm not 100% sure where his game is at right now. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know how the hell he lost that first match uh, in that last rack. But, um, yeah, it's got to like him here. Next round, if he plays winner Alan, uh, Alvin and, and Chris, you know, then we'll see. We'll see if he's if he's getting some stroke back. Boan is one of the Filipino players that I don't know a whole lot about. Uh, Marlonito in the chat says he's in his uh, mid-30s. Pretty established in the Philippine pool scene is what he's saying, Mike. So, you know, he's got to at least be like an 890 then, if that's the case. You know, follow <laughs> <laughs> right? um, Kind of on the low end for the Filipinos. Yeah, still you know what I mean? Decent. No big deal, right? Just, just like a 900 Fargo speed. Um, down at the very bottom, you got Albin versus Chris. I would like to see a rematch of the world championship final and SVV versus Albin, because that's just always been a real classic kind of matchup in yeah. single elimination, Mike, you know, um, yeah. Melling, you know, had a good win over Billy, always exciting player to watch. A um, lot of discussions surrounding Albin at this time, you know, Mike, for a number of different reasons, um, not just the Moscone cup implications, but also all the talks with WPA and where, where, where he's going to end up going. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, between these four players, you know the dark horse is obvious. It's going to be Boan, and I'm, I I take him in the in the shocking of an upset over SVB, um, just to kind of change it up a little bit because I'm sure you're going straight chalk down here at the bottom. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely taking the chalk at the bottom. <clears throat> All right, Mike, let's keep on uh, cruising along here. Guy who's got who? Listen, the ball is completely in your court if you're this guy up top, Mike. Mario yeah, well, yeah. against Frank Candela. I'd like uh, to see. I'd like to see Mario He playing at the table next to Moritz. Oh, to kind of make them sweat up against how oh, each yeah. other's I want doing. To see who looks over each other's shoulders the most. Who's gonna who, Who's gonna rattle Mike? Who, who's gonna dog it off then? I don't. Well, you know, I mean, you, you look at it. We talked. We talked about a lot about Team USA before, but man, you look at Team Europe, and, and you got you got the number three automatic spot, right? You got Jason. You got Mario. Yep. You got well, Kachi. Such a shame that he didn't make it. I know. Yeah. Uh, you got Josh. You got Moritz, and you got Alexa. Now, Kachi and Filler aren't there, so you got Jason, Mario, Moritz, and Alexa are within five thousand dollars of each other, right? So this is talk about wide open up for grabs for the number three spot. 
um, that's this. This is really going to be some some scoreboard watching we got ahead of us now. So, uh, and then looking at the bottom of that bracket is Max. He's never out of the picture. So well, this this bracket, you know, could have some definite uh, uh, Team Europe implications. Massive, massive, and it's not just for Mario's conversation. You talk about two young Spaniards who are wanting to make a name for themselves, who made a splash, yeah. um, going deep into in a couple of events last year, Mike. Right, they're kind of it seems like on the cusp of being the next guys to linger around, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and then of course down below, everyone knows that I root for Max. Um, I'm I'm taking Team Austria to make it through, Mike, uh, through final sixteen, both at the top and at the bottom. I'm hoping Mario gets there. Wow. I, want, I want Mario to make himself part of the conversation and going to earn it. Vice here, buddy. I'm going straight <laughs> Austria in here, and it's no disrespect to Dennis. It's no disrespect to Coping Chung because Lord knows I wouldn't be surprised if those guys made it through as well. And I'm not trying to hedge here a little bit, but yeah. um, look, I, I'm this is completely talking with my heart here mike right it's got nothing to do with what i've seen out of guys you know yeah. over the last two weeks um i just i want mario to be in a position to go go effing take it mike you know yeah you've been Me hanging too. around you've got the bra into the deal before yep. go out there and go take your spot right it's yours for the it's yours for the taking if you just go and play good you got everything that like for you talk about guys on the u.s side who kind of got a raw deal with the Federer situation. You could talk about guys who are going to be afforded that much better of an opportunity. And uh, Mario's yeah. close to being at the top of that list, Mike. Right. Yeah, they should all so be, now, they should all be sending Federer Christmas presents this year. At, at, a, at a minimum, <laughs> throw, them, throw them like five grand at a minimum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. He opened the gates to a lot of guys for sure. And, they better um, be sending Federer some jelly. If you're a guy like Mario, <laughs> he, look, it's, so, it's yeah, yours, no, I'm, Mike. I'm, if I'm you want you. it, I'm, go I'm, get I'm, it. I'm pulling for Mario to get through. Um, I, I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see if Mario can close the deal if he gets through this match and faces Little Cole in the second in the next round. Well, that would be that would be time for massive. Mario to step up with a ton of pressure on you and beat a top top player. So, if Mario can get through to that final sixteen, good on him, and that's what I'll pull for. Um, on the bottom, you know. I, Dennis doesn't do anything for me right now, to tell you the truth. I, I like Max easy in this bottom half. Well, nothing's easy whenever you got Orcolo sitting right there, Mike. Nothing's going to be easy because Dennis is still Dennis. And, you know, a lot of conversations about his game right now. But, look, we know that he can catch another gear and and dig extremely deep when he needs to or when it's time. Uh, it will be time because now you got no more bullets left in the, change, in the chamber for any of these guys. Um, but without all that being said, I'm still going Max. I like Max. I like Max personally. I like his game. I think Max just plays nine ball. This format extremely tough. Um, he was in the I think quarterfinals of the U.S. Open uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So I'm going Max. I'm going Team Austria um, to wow. to make it so through. What's going to happen if Max Max and Mario meet in the final sixteen? Oh man, talk about box office! How much of a saver are those guys going to have, huh? We uh, <laughs> uh, have a saver on this tournament and the Moscone Cup payout. Golly, who would I take? I mean, look, if if they if they were to meet, who would I take winning in that round of sixteen? Yeah, you'd take Max. I would take Max. Yeah, I would take Max, and you're it's not just for you're as predictable as Joey Ryan. Well, it's not because of the man crush I got on the guy. It's because he plays he plays the game great. No, and does. I don't think here's the deal. I, I really don't think like Max may lose, but I don't I don't see Max dogging it off. 
you know? Not to say that Mario does. I mean, although Mario does, but that's not what I'm trying to get at here. <laughs> it's just that, like, Max... Did you Max have breakfast just, at the Waffle House or what? Yeah, no, it's just that Max <laughs> plays the game. He's an, uh, a difficult out yeah. for any top player. No you doubt know? about it. No doubt and about it. I think he's just as hungry... I think he's got as much of an opportunity. Like, I know he's not right in that 5,000 range, but he ain't far away from there, Mike. I don't know yeah. what exact number he is, but he's right there with those guys. Um, yeah. So a you got an opportunity. A, lot of things. Yeah. a deep run, you can you can go and get you some of that Moscone Cup jersey yourself, you know? And I think he knows that. Um, there goes Joey in the in the chat. He says, get off his nuts already, will you? So there, there's <laughs> you know, come on here and defend yourself, son. We're not, you know. Joey's, look, me and Joey are going to have another uh, show probably tonight. We're actually going to be doing like a stock up, stock down type of deal with uh, yeah. all the players in contention with the Moscone Cup. So just a little bit of a teaser for you guys. Mike, I said my picks for this uh, for this group of eight. Who's your picks? Uh, my picks were, um, yeah, my picks were Mario and Max. What? Sorry. We've gone through like through. I don't know how far along the bracket, but we can't keep on picking the same guys, Mike. We, you know, our minds are one at this point. Okay, we've done well, too many shows together. This is getting a little. You may need to get somebody new in here because, Look, you know, the, the most dangerous thing is that is it more more dangerous that I'm agreeing with you or you're agreeing with me? Well, you still got little Cole in there. Don't forget. Yeah, that. You know, well, yeah, you know, but you were expecting me to go chalk with little Cole, and I'm not doing it. I like well, Mario. Okay. And on the bottom it, it, half, I don't think I think Max is easy. Okay, well, easy there, Tiger. Easy, because you're well, gonna light a fire under Dennis Rocolo is behind here pretty soon. All right, Mike, let's talk about another guy who's got Moscone Cup questions. Another it this actually, you know, brings up some Moscone Cup memories. Mike, one Neil's fine against Tyler Steyer. Mike, who do you yeah. got up top? Wow, I'd like to see Tyler jump a ball at him in the second game and and, and put Neil on complete tilt. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna who's gonna turn who's gonna turn more red between these two? Is what I want to know. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about you know SPF number ninety six for both of these guys. Yeah, over yeah, there yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, no big big match for Tyler. Uh, big match for Tyler. He's you know I think he feels comfortable that he's a pretty good shot at one of those last two picks. But you don't want to fall on your face here against someone who's been in the Moscone Cup, someone who's still a threat, but someone who, if you want to be the next level, uh, you got to you, you got to beat these guys, you know, every time you play them. Now, uh, so we'll see we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take Tyler in this. Knowing Tyler, he's not he's not settled on any kind of public conversations. You know, just knowing what I know, yeah, no. kid, right? He's he's not gonna, he doesn't want to leave anything up to chance. He's gonna very much play with the chip on his shoulder and the world to prove because that's just the kind of kid that he is. You know, um, and I think he, you know, he's also gonna be very aware of that. Nothing is a given, right? Um, in the Moscone Cup because obviously right. we've seen just from one week to the next how much that things can change, Mike. Right. Um, I like Tyler in this matchup, but it ain't going to get any easier for you because no. right below you got Aloysius Shiat versus Oliver Villafuerte, and I'm taking the Filipino between those two. But, boy, really? you want to talk about a coin flip. Yeah, I'm taking Villafuerte against Yap. Um, but look, Yap's last playing time really played. good these days. Yap is playing really good. He played great in Michigan. You know, he played you – know, um, yeah, he's, 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 played, he's played pretty good, pretty good pool. Well, I'm – 
Yeah, you can't argue that, Mike, you know, and I really can't give you any kind of logical explanation why I'm picking the Filipino player other than I'm just going to pick the Filipino player just to go on the other <laughs> side of it. So, uh, I, I, obviously, I know he's a very great player, but that doesn't say, you know, that Yap isn't because Yap is. You know, we saw him yeah. out there in Atlantic City how well that he can play. Yeah. I really wish, like, as great as the moment was seeing Little Co just kind of put the hammer on him, like, I would have loved to have seen what Yap could have done. You know, because Yap yeah. was playing very well in his Yap own was right. Great, like I said, I saw him play great in Michigan too. So he's really, you know, and and the, the funny thing is, anytime you talk to Yap, he's he's struggling. He'll he'll always tell you he's struggling um, and getting a little lucky, whatever. But he's 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 grinding through a lot of these tournaments against big players, and I I just like his game. He's a good kid. Like the other Americans, Tyler's got an opportunity to kind of put this away, put the conversation done, and and throw away the key. You win two matchups here. If you're if you're that kid from Wisconsin, it's a it's an end of conversation for me, Mike. Right? Tyler's going to be on Team USA if he beats Tyler and Yap or Villafuerte. Down below, another guy who's in Moscone Cup contention, Mike yep. Oscar Dominguez versus a gentleman who I got no idea of, Takashi Yuroka. I'm I'm probably butchering that that name. Um, who do you got there, Mike? Well, I'm pulling for Oscar. I don't know anything about the guy he's playing, but you know, um, got to be know champion. That, you know, below, I'm sure he's a good player. And below that, you got Amarado, who you know made the big splash beating Shane. Uh, but I, you know, if you if you're Oscar, you're looking at saying, well, it could be a lot tougher for me to get to the 16. <laughs> It could it could definitely be a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot of guys. I, in there. I, I don't think it's any like le less you know, less easy for Oscar versus Tyler or any of these guys. You, you look back and think about Wolford's road. Who's got a lot of questions. I'm saying, I think there's a lot of guys in here who have a tougher, you know, uh, three guys in their four man part of the bracket than Oscar does as far as name value goes. Now these guys, they're all great players. I'm sure. But well, I think from a name, name value, value goes, on the first round, because we don't know who that gentleman from Japan is, but that right? second round, that's like if you if you play if you face either Patrick or Kyle, you know, and if you get a win, I don't care who which one it is, you know, hello, yeah. you know, that's yeah. that that's a those are big wins for you. Yeah, no, it would be, it would be, but it's not like you're looking down there and seeing Aranis playing Chua. Okay, it's not like you're looking down there and seeing Orcolo playing. I think you know. look, I think Kyle. I know we all love we all love Filipino players. Yeah. Well, I think Kyle is, you know, in that group of young Filipinos who's who's yeah. gonna be the next box office name, who's gonna be the next could you be know, Chua and James and but you know, name yet. player, you know. Oh, he's not, he's not, but he's yeah. also listen, when he first his very first tournament uh here on the matchroom stage, he he played very well, extremely well, and and did not show any kind of growing pains at all coming from the Philippines versus playing on a matchroom stage. Um, I like Kyle coming out of the bottom. I like Oscar okay. in that in that round. I'm hoping that it's Oscar, but um, my my eyes and my you know what I've seen lately is telling me that you're gonna have probably a Kyle versus Yap or Villa Fuerte um, in the final sixteen, Mike. Yeah, I got. Uh, uh, well, I'll take Oscar against Yap. Oh wow! So you got Oscar one and two, two yeah. matches. Let's yeah. go! There you go, there you go. Well, Mike, I think this is the end of. Hey, the you don't have faith in Oscar, but I. Do. Oh my God! Here we go. You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> I'm gonna get a message saying, "Way to go! Way to way to way to root on your friend." I don't want to be. You know, I, I can't. 
I gotta have. I gotta try to be. So instead, uh, you're getting a message back. from Asker saying you're sleeping on the floor next time. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sleeping outside after after that. I hope it's different because he's a really good friend, a genuine, sincere uh, friend. We talk every day. You know, I woke up this. It was funny because I woke up this morning and uh, uh, I think it was like around 4:30 Central Time. And the first thing I do, I grab my phone and I refresh and I'm one eye open and I'm looking, where's where's my man at? You know, and so I see 8-8, him and Imran, and it will seem like in a forever to update the score because all these matchups are like blinging, right? Like changing yeah. the numbers, right? 7-5, 8-4, whatever. You know what I mean? Oscars and Imran's was at 8-8 for the longest time right i mean just the longest time and i'm waiting for that thing to refresh and then it finally did and i sent him a message and um i'm super happy for him i want him to um i want him to go deep i do you know i want him to to make a run it's not going to be easy but his game is better than what it's been over the last year you know and he's playing it yeah where did right that come right from because he really didn't play a ton you know earlier in the year in in these events or anything and and all of a sudden, he comes rolling into the end of the year, decides he's going to take a swing at it, and he's playing really good. Well, you know, he was still getting comfortable changing equipment, you know, yeah. and so we know how long that can take for certain players, you know, and, and it's very reasonable and understandable because you really start judging players based off of, like, fractions of percentages when you right. think about certain aspects of their game, right? right? And so when you change your equipment, you got to get redialed in, recalibrated with everything. And so, you know, he said, hey, listen, I'm going to go on a run and try to make the team, and I was like, Okay, that's not going to be easy. You know, it's going to be it's going to be incredible. You got difficult. some catch up. You got some catch up to play here. Yeah, and that's being generous by saying that, you know. And so, but what I saw him play, and I told jo Joey this the other day, like he's playing really good. I saw him play Max. I saw him play Chen, the Taiwanese player. I saw him play solid pool out there at the U.S. Open. Like, I mean, like execution pool, you know. And so, um, but being late to the party is this is what you got to do. You got a lot of ground to make up here. You know, but like a lot of these other players who are in contention, who want to go and grab the bull by the horns, listen, you go win a couple of matches, you're probably going to get on the team. It's as easy as that. And it's, and it's not that easy, you know? So, yeah. um, but this is part of the exciting time of, of just the, the month that we're in, Mike. Yeah, no, it's a fun time of year. A lot of, you know, a lot of discussion, a lot of different angles, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of implications, the players, you can tell they all feel it. They all, you know, they know what's there. Uh, so, um, yeah, good good time of year. Without a doubt. Uh, like I said, me and Joey will have another show probably coming up tonight. We're just going to talk about European and uh, American players, maybe even talk about some Asian players if they have a potential um, race cup, but more of like a stock up, stock down type of deal. What's up, Mike? Well, I, I, we're not going to talk about the Euro Tour event in Slovenia. Oh, that's right. We did. We did. So we got there's Josh. We got to tease the we got to tease the Euro Tour event in in Slovenia. It's Josh and Poland. All you know, Josh and twenty five Polish players. I don't know what you uh, did with your hair there, girl. I don't know. What you did. <laughs> uh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, yeah, Josh. You know, I heard. I heard that Josh had called in sick to hanoi yeah no, and yeah. he didn't nobody seem, nobody bought that nobody bought that he didn't he doesn't seem so sick being out there in slovenia mike yeah no um no nobody bought into the fact that he was sick so um you know his he's, he's kind of making his statement which is fine 
Um, interesting thing that I saw from the Euro Tour was that Hunter Lombardo was in the Euro Tour. <laughs> and I listen, I get it. Okay, is he going to be the next player rep for the WPA? Is that what he's hoping to do? Well, he's I, not I don't a player understand. rep, but it's it's listen, it's opportunity for him. I don't blame him. He's not, you know, he's 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 never really in Moscone Cup contention. He's never really a threat to win a tournament or go to like final eight, right? But yeah. now he just sticks to the WPA tournaments, plays in the Predator events, plays in the WPA, gets gets all the BCA invitations to play in the WPA events, and you know he's always seems to have money to travel to these foreign events. So. You know, he was smart. Go over there, play in the Euro Tour, be in Europe a little bit before the uh, World Eight Ball that comes up in Austria. You know, it's it's to me, it's for 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 Hunter where his game is at, where he's at, his age, all that stuff. It's a smart play. You know? Well, I guess it's just a matter of what you're trying to do. You know, for me, he's like well, if you want to be the best, if you want to be the best player. Going and playing Slovenia ain't the place to do it. I hate to break your heart. You think at this point Hunter Lombardo's entertaining hopes of being a world champion or winning a matchroom event or or any of that? I'm, do you think so? I'm not saying that, but you also got to understand that he's played all year in these events. He's played all year long in these events to at least be in the conversation to take a, a point spot, right? Never. I mean, like, look, I know it. I know it's a Never. long shot. I haven't heard a if, conversation if yet. I, I'm with you this name. I understand that, Mike, but you can't change just where he's at in rankings. And that I know it's a lot, it's a very long shot for very him to go on or on a run. I mean, long shot's not even the word for it, right? Like you need the you need the Hail Mary of Hail Marys in order to make a good run. So that's where you know, and, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but that's just the reality of it. But in the meantime, you're still in a spot where you can do it. You can, you know? but your other option is let's see, I'll stay in New York, do my high end teaching, make a ton of money doing that take my field trips to WP events in, in Puerto Rico and Austria and Qatar. And if I want to go to China, whatever, cause I know I'm getting the BCA invite and you know, okay. I just, you I know, don't this, know. Look, if that's, and he's settling. I really hope that's I not, get it. I really hope that's not the reason. Like I, I want to get those BCA invites. Look, nobody's, nobody's good money in those tournaments see. that he's going to be going to. Do you think he's got a, a chance to make some really good money in those tournaments? Is, is that what you're saying? Well, then why go to any tournaments? I don't. I, that, that's a very good question. That's a really well, I mean, good question. Now we're talking about half the field at every tournament. We're, we're questioning why they bother. Well, but so, here's the thing: if you're talking like I just that argument of I want to get those one of those allocated spots. Look, it's still not going to change that you're not one of the best Americans. No, you know, like I would want to win that spot like that anyway. I'd want to go like if I'm competing, I want to go compete. I want to say I'm taking Shane spot or I'm taking Sky spots or I'm taking one of these automatic spots. That's what I would want to do. I wouldn't want to do it by default of everyone else leaving. That's very and that's very commendable. But there's reality too. And the reality is he's not taking one of those spots. Reality is he's not going to reach the final eight. Reality is he's not going to make money playing the matchroom events. He's not going to make money. And it's going to cost them playing team Poland and, and Josh filler. Well, if everybody's playing the natural events, he's got a better chance than he did. <laughs> the odds went, the odds went straight went, up. Didn't yeah. he? <laughs> I mean, you know, so Josh finishes first, the Polish finished second through okay. 12th and he gets 13th. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll take, how about, is that what you think? 
Is that what you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would I take just Kevin Harris further just along that, than 13th. I just think That's that his I just think that his decision is not a dumb Look, one. It's okay. I wouldn't go that far. It's his. It's his decision to be made, no matter what. You know, it's his decision to be made, and I get it. Um, and he's always been that WPA guy, anyway. You took, look at the World Games. Look at any event where he got out. You know, um, where it was a WPA, and you and they got spots. Well, he wasn't Hunter a was WPA always, guy as much as all the guys ahead of him all said no. Well, so, yeah, but it's still yeah. he still felt so it always came know, down by, to by him. Default. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't the first call. It always came down to him. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. you know, he was still at the party. No, yeah, well, I mean, Shane went to the World Games too. So did Hunter. We're not making fun of Shane. Well, no, but because he Shane's... took the invitation, they gave him the invitation. World Games, he went and played. Yeah, I but everybody knows that. Like, if there three Americans went to the World Games, Shane, Tyler, Hunter. Nobody yeah. on earth is going to say Hunter's a top three American ever. No, no one's going to say no, that. But that you doesn't know? mean he what? should turn down the invitation. Did, no, he I'm backed not saying into that. it because everybody else turned it down. Yeah, yeah. Congra- not, congratulations. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's not his how fault. He do not have to get on, guilty how, about it. How do we? You see, everyone says that I'm the shit stirrer of the group, and you're the one <laughs> wanting to bring up Slovenia, and then we get turned on this on these other topics, and then it turns into a hundred conversation. And I'm nimble. But I don't know how him. you just you you move too good, Pinozo. Give me give me a. <laughs> but here's a, but here's the here's the Slovenia winners qualification round. Okay, Josh, send me the bracket by the way if you can. Nisko, Conrad, okay, Michael Turkowski, Wojciech yeah. check okay, Daniel Masial, Kowalski, another Matus Snagaki, Thomas Kaplan, Victor Zelinski, <sighs> and Simon Corral. <laughs> They're all in the winner's qualification. <laughs> so all of Poland and all of Poland and, and and Josh. And Josh. So Hunter ain't in the even in the winner's winner's qualification. Uh no, he's out of the tournament. He he went he lost uh <laughs> he's, he's out. the tournament started 20 minutes ago. How is he out already? What he won his he won his first match. Okay. okay. Let me look it up. Going. Hunter Lombardo won his first match against a German player named George Wawowski. So he won his first round and then uh, lost to um, Oliver Solnacki, 9-4. to And then the the second loser's... Oliver's not... Oh, no, he's playing playing the loser's bracket today against uh, uh, a Czech player. Well, go give him hell, you know. Go give him hell. I'm yeah. glad he's not out of the tournament because I was like, damn, get they that just Euro tour there. money. What you, know what, you for, you know what you get for 33rd in the Euro tour? <laughs> a ribbon? A, a Starbucks gift certificate. Ah, ah. So you get five bucks. So that means you only got to pay like four dollars in, right? After that? Three Mistos for everybody from 33 to 60. <sighs> okay, look, we're going to have a lot more updates for the Hanoi Open. Mike, are you going to be available later this week? Tomorrow after this, <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Listen, I love a little trolling early in the morning. Not, nothing I love more. So, um, plenty more stuff to discuss and talk about. The event is going to be shaping up to be a great one. I'm sure we'll probably be talking about some Polish player versus filler in the final of Slovenia. Um, and then, of course, Hanoi is just going to be. I don't really know where to go in Hanoi, Mike. I have no idea who's going to win the event. I wouldn't be surprised if the names I don't know become names that I do know. Yeah, um, yeah we're, we're, we're bound to see, um, I would say, the over and under on names you don't know in the final 16 is probably four. 
how many Americans win two matches? Uh, well, we looked at what, all. What the, would you put the line at? Don't don't look, don't look at it. Just think about what you just saw. That's what I'm saying. Based on what I just saw, as far as who's got the roads, um, really tough for Shane Wolford. Um, I like Oscar. I think Oscar. I, I picked him to win two matches. I picked Shane to win two matches. I picked Sky to win two matches. Uh, I would say the over under is three and a half. Oh, can I take the under? Can I take the under? Can we bet a dinner on the under? My guys, Americans who win two matches. Like three guys, yeah, three guys win two matches. That would be really good, wouldn't it? I'll take the under, Mike. Can I take the under <laughs> yeah, three and a half? Sure. Give me, give me a chance at my at my dinner. Right, two and a half. Mike. It's two. No, and a half. no, no! Don't don't shave me by don't shave me by a point. The last second you said three and a half. <laughs> I'm snap calling the dinner bet. I'll take under three and a half of guys to win two matches, Mike. All right. All right. Done deal. I'm probably going to be – I'm buying Mike some dinner in Las Vegas in the next six months for sure. So, um, we appreciate all you guys for tuning in. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this afternoon. Like I said, Joey and I will probably be live this evening, and uh, me and Mike and maybe even Joey for tomorrow talking yeah, more H- Hanoi stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll see all you guys later, and uh, thanks for stopping by. Keep your eye on the Euro Tour.